Welcome back and joining me as we take a look at the day's markets action is Rob Tal from Sassfin Securities. Thank you so much for your time, Rob. Uh, quite a big turnaround that we are seeing today in the markets. Uh, of course, we had that optimism coming out um, yesterday after the announcements of stimulus that we did get from China, particularly on the property sector. But today, just a sea of red as the U.S. markets have come back online. Um, yeah, and more disappointing data coming out of China is there no end at this point. I think everybody's waiting for the stimulus to come through from China. and It's been a bit, uh, a bit drip and drab, a little bit here, a little bit there. Nothing decisive from it, and you're still seeing the economy under a lot of pressure, and they're not seeming to get a handle on it. So quite a negative, uh, negative for South Africa. You know, we need uh, exports to go out through to China. We need steel, we need iron ore, we need our coal to go out there. So it's uh, problematic for South Africa on that side. Um, and then we saw Russia and Saudi Arabia continue with their cut on the oil side. So that puts pressure on uh, increased oil prices and inflation. So not good for South Africa there. And then the dollar strengthening. I mean, it's the highest the dollar's been since March earlier this year. And we saw the rand, you know, on the back foot again, 1920 to the dollar. I'm not quite sure where it finished, but, you know, really weak. So putting uh, difficult inflation pressures onto South Africa locally. So a weak day in our markets, especially on the, the commodity side and especially on uh, on the plat sector, which really got hammered again today. And it just seems to be uh, no buying coming in at all into the platinum sector, showing a lot of value at these levels, but a you know, difficult uh, trade to put on right at the moment. Mm. Well, South Africa GDP growth seems to be surprising to the upside. Uh, so growing at 0.6% in the second quarter. Is this anything to write home about? And also maybe what do you make of what actually has been driving growth so far? Well, you know, the, the market's been quite resilient, the South African market, considering all of the load shedding. I think the load shedding was slightly better in that quarter than it was uh, at the beginning of the year, and that probably came through a little bit. And we saw some, uh, you know, recovery uh, in the South African manufacturing as well. Uh, you know, we saw some uh, exports uh, come through as well um, in June and in July as well. There were pretty good numbers there. So, you know, the economy is really uh, in, in a difficult environment, still managing to turn over. It was good to see that it was above expectations, but 0.6 is still not enough for us, you know, to get out of the mess that we've created. And then obviously the load shedding that came back, you know, this week with vengeance at uh, stage six is putting pressure on the rand again. Hmm. All right, so let's go into some company news that came out of the JSC. Seems that uh, ShopRite is very resilient against a challenging uh, environment and actually even thriving. Uh, you did have that top line up by double digits um, and then diluted uh, headline earnings up 9.7%. They called the year extraordinary. But it seems that the market didn't see that. I'm actually not wondering if they didn't see that or if they're picking up on something else because you had that share price plunging by about 7%. You know, they've had a very good year price-wise, uh, uh, branch. You know, they've come from about you know, the 220s uh, late last year all the way to, into the 260s. So, you know, people have expecting really good numbers and they've come, you know, they've, they've delivered, uh, you know, very good numbers throughout the year. And these are another very good set of numbers. But I think you know, the valuations are now getting quite steep on, on ShopRite. So even though they, would, they were really good numbers and actually beat consensus um, on a lot of the multiples, especially on continuing operations where they were up 10%, uh, you started to see some of the inputs uh, from load shedding and their costs. Uh, you know, their costs were higher than the than new business that came through. Um, and employee costs were you know, quite expensive as well. They came in at about 15%. Uh, and then their margin declined. So their margin declined as well. Um, and, you know, if you take that into account, if you think that 
load shedding is going to carry on at those levels or increase again, you know, then it's problematic for them. But I think all in all, a very good set of numbers. They're still really taking market share from the other retailers, from the pick and pays and the spas, etc. So a very good set of numbers. But I think the valuation is slightly higher now. And also, you know, people that have held it for quite some time, it's an opportunity to take a bit of profit as these good numbers come out and maybe, you know, reset and, and look to buy some more uh, a little bit lower down. Ah. Robert, TFG did come out with a trading statement after market close. I didn't really get a chance to really uh, deep dive into that uh, statement. But from what I got, uh, saying that uh, the company said that uh, group retail turnover growth of 11.3%. Of course, this is in the interim period. Um, TFG Africa retail turnover growth of 16.1%. Although like for like retail turnover growth for TFG Africa was 3.3%. There were some declines in TFG London and TFG. G, uh, Australia's uh, retail turnover. Anything that you can make out of that uh, trading statement so far? No, it's just come out. I haven't had a good time to look at it at all. But mm. on face value, it looks like really solid numbers from from Fashini again. Um, you know, group retail eleven percent as as a group, but Africa was up sixteen percent. Yeah. Um, you know, that's really good. I mean, that's excluding, um, um, that, that's a really good number. That's including tapestry, mm. but excluding tapestry, which was their new acquisition, still 9.7%. Mm. Um, you know, and then you saw a little bit of weakness in a very high, from a very high level on London retail that came down and also Australian retail came down, but, you know, still very good numbers wow. from them. So the face value looking really good. Um, you know, I haven't had time to look to see if it, how much credit compared to uh, uh, cash retail sales they've had. But all in all, really good. Homeware um, was also very high, which is quite surprising, up 77%. Um, so that was interesting to see. Jewelry, a lag out there, and uh, clothing not bad at 11.8%. So all in all, a good set of numbers from them on uh, looking briefly at them. Yeah. And they have been one of the better retailers in South Africa over the last few years. Ah, all right. Well, let's get to your stock pick for today, Rob. What will it be? Well, I still think that the South African banks are defensive and showing a little bit of value here. I think that they, you know you could be overweight the banks in the in the next uh, in the next year and uh, defensive, but still got a potential for growth. I think first strand would be my stock pick there. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for your time and for your insights on what has been driving the markets today, Rob. Appreciate it. That was Rob Tal from Sassman Securities.